Welcome to episode nine of the What If Video Podcast. Today, my guest is Jen Pierce. Jen is the worship leader for the Help Club for Moms, and I know that you're familiar with their ministry. They have been on our show before, and I just adore them. I love Jen's heart for worship. I love what she brought to the table to share today because I think that it's probably something that every person deals with. And our topic today is going to be regret and how to break free from that. Jen talks about what the Lord revealed to her as God's answer to regret. And it's such a beautiful story. And I don't know if maybe you have a big regret or a small regret, but at the end of the show, Jen's going to take a moment and pray such a sweet prayer. And I just pray that this show brings you some freedom from that regret. That is not God's best plan for our life. So join me right now for this really encouraging conversation with my friend, Jen Pierce. Jen, thank you so much for joining me again in the studio. Thank you for yes. having me. I'm grateful to be here. You travel here all the way from my most favorite place. <laughs> it's my most Ugh. favorite too. I love Colorado. It is beautiful. It is so beautiful. I, I can't wait until we can start taking family vacations there again. Yes. And we'll come see you guys too. Yes, please yes. come see us. Yes. We want to have you. Thank you. And you lead yeah. worship for the Help Club for Moms. I do. Yeah. And I'm sure other things in Colorado yes. also. Yes. Other things. So I love watching your live worships Thank that you put you. on the Facebook groups and stuff. It's beautiful. I'm so. loving it. It's yeah. stretching me because I'm not normally one who wants to be in front of a camera. But this is stretching me uh -huh. too because I feel the same way. <laughs> it's really good. Yeah. Yes. I'm, I'm so glad. So today we're going to talk about regret. Yeah. I think everybody has regret in their life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think... Um, it can be obviously maybe what comes to mind is the big things that we regret. Mm -hmm. But really when I was thinking about this show, I was really thinking about the little things that maybe we don't even notice that we're regretting that mm -hmm. steal joy yeah. and steal peace and maybe keep you up at night. Yeah. Yeah. What are some of those? Do you have any examples? Of yes. Things? I mean, okay. honestly, I felt like I was even walking it out being here, even laying down mm. to go to sleep last night. I was regretting, well, I should have said that. And if I had said yes. that, maybe that would have been better. And Lord, I felt like you wanted me to talk to that person in the mall and I didn't, and I should have. And, and I, I, mm. I'm literally walking it out of like, I've been asking the Lord for two years. I need you to tell me your answer for regret mm -hmm. because this is, this is, Stealing my joy. <laughs> yes. And, I, and that was our takeaway is regret. Robs our joy, steals our peace. Yeah. But God offers redemption from yeah. it. God offers redemption yeah. from it. And I love some of the scriptures that you put in here. John 10, 10. I mean, the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Yeah. I have come. I, God, have come that you may have life and have it to the full. Yeah. And the full life isn't us laying down every night beating ourselves up. Mm -mm. Would have, could have, should have. And I think especially as a mom... And I don't know if women struggle more with regret or not, but I, I do feel like we probably relate to each other in similar scenarios mm -hmm. of the things we might lay down at the end of the night and think, why did I say that to my child? Yeah. Why wasn't I more kind to my husband? Maybe yes. if I had said this to the child, the day would have gone better. Maybe right. if I had woken up earlier and spent that extra time with the Lord and it just Constant. runs through your yeah. mind. Yeah. And I think... I know for me, it's like I didn't even realize how much joy it was taking, um, I guess, until the Lord started showing me. And then I went, well, then I need your answer because I don't know how to fix it. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I think especially um, if you come from a background of operating in performance. Yes. And we both do. Mm -hmm. 
perfectionism. Yeah. Um, and I've had a lot of freedom from that in my life, mm -hmm. but I think in the past two years, I've become aware this was an area where it was still hiding out that I didn't realize yeah, that's good. that I was holding myself to these standards or judging myself. Um, and it's not the voice of the Lord. No, I think that was the biggest thing. Actually, when Deb and I were talking about the what if show mm -hmm. and she said, she's such a visionary, you know, she, she loves to pitch ideas. If you were going to do a show, Jen, what would you talk about? And in my spirit, the Lord says regret. And I'm like, I don't know what to say. <laughs> like, that's my question right now. Right. What do we do with that? Yeah. And I felt like he said, you just need to share that topic and, and I'll show you. And I was like, that's a step of faith. Cause I felt like I didn't have the answer. So he's been showing me over these past couple months. Um, that's, that's not my voice. Mm -hmm. You're agreeing with the voice of the enemy. When you lay in your bed at night and you're judging yourself and the things you did or didn't do, whether or not they're true, sometimes they're true and sometimes they're not even true. Right. Making you're up agreeing scenarios. with the voice of the enemy because yeah. that's not what I'm saying over your life. Even mm -hmm. if you did make a bad decision and blew up at your husband or you didn't give grace to your child or whatever it might be, that's not the way I speak to you. Right. I speak life yeah. that, that restores you and brings you back, brings mm -hmm. you to repentance, mm -hmm. and then we can go from there with redemption. Yes, yes. And there's a difference between shame and guilt. yes which is not of God Yes. in conviction, Yes. which is of God. Yeah. So I think also learning to see the difference, like, yeah. okay, is this, am I shaming myself? Yeah. Am I feeling guilty here? Right. Or is this really the Lord convicting me of something that I yeah. need to deal with? Yeah. Like there's a learning curve there too. And how it to is. like really figure that out. But I think like what you're saying, like if we can take our thoughts yeah. captive to the Lord, right. take them under the word of God, like, okay, is this thought in here? Yeah. Is this here? Yeah. Because if it's not, Right. Then we know that that's okay. This, this is what it is. Let's call it what it is. Yeah. And let's move on from here. Yeah. Just like I saw you put in here, Isaiah 43, 18, forget the formal things, the firmer, former things do not dwell on the past. Mm -hmm. And that's what we do sometimes mm -hmm. at night. The past is that day. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. We just sit there and dwell. Right. Mm. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's a trap. Yeah. It's a trap. And I was, Again, like over these past couple months, literally I'll just be doing my dishes and the Lord will drop something in my spirit about regret. <gasps> and I go and write it down because I'm like, Lord, you're instructing me and you have a message for those who are tuning in mm -hmm. um, that it, it causes paralysis mm -hmm. where we're stuck in the past mm -hmm. and we can't move forward into our future. Mm -hmm. And I feel like even what you said about how to that process of learning to discern mm -hmm. the voice we're listening to, we can look at that fruit and know if I'm stuck, if the things I'm thinking and the way I'm feeling is making me feel stuck, then that is not the voice of the right. Lord. Yeah. Because if I'm dwelling in the past, living there and not moving forward, and then of course he says his answer to that in that passage in Isaiah 43 that you were talking about is see, I'm doing a new thing. Let mm -hmm. me open your eyes to what I am doing. And if you read that whole chapter in Isaiah 43, he starts the whole thing by saying, fear not, I've redeemed you. And yeah. I've summoned you by name. And even right before the new thing that he's doing, he says in verse 14, I'm your redeemer. Mm -hmm. I'm your redeemer. That's who I am. And he's talking to a nation that has betrayed him and turned their backs on the covenant. And yet he's saying, but I'm your redeemer. Yeah. And I have an answer for this. If you'll turn to me. Right. And so there's a way out of that paralysis. Yes. Yeah. And it's just turning. It is turning. It didn't even say like, you don't have to turn and then do this, 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 and this. Right. Like you just literally have to turn. Yes. Yes. That's so good. Yes. I love Isaiah 43, 41 and 43 are probably some of my favorite 
chapters. I love that. Like, see, behold, I'm doing something new. Yeah. But we can't, yeah. we can't have something new mm-hmm. if we're stuck in the past. Yes. Like, I, I think for me, moving to Nashville, like I shared with you, I think on the elevator when we were going to the hotel, I came here, I wanted to be Gretchen Wilson. Yeah. You know, like, and before, like the Lord just really worked in my heart <laughs> and changed kind of my dreams and desires. Yeah. But I would think to myself, well, I should have done this. I should have done this. And what if I would have done this? Maybe this would have happened and this yes. would have happened. And Right. You know, and God has a plan. Yeah. You know, we don't have to live in yeah. the what is, should it, could is. We can, yeah. if we can follow him. Yeah. If we can just turn, mm-hmm. he'll show us mm-hmm. what his plan is, you mm-hmm. know, and he'll lead us there and he'll light each step that we need to take. Yeah. But how much easier would it be if at night we yeah. didn't lay down and replay all of the yeah. things over and over again mm-hmm. and stay stuck, like you're mm-hmm. saying? Yeah. So God's answer for you that he's showed you to regret is redemption. His That's redemption. So and what you just said, and I can't remember the word you used, but that idea of we're holding on to the past. And mm-hmm. if you think when you're holding something, and yeah. we do, we clench, yes. I mean, we are clenching it. Mm-hmm. If you think about regret and how you're feeling and that knot in the pit of your stomach when you mm-hmm. feel that anxiety and guilt with regret, you're clenching it and holding on to it. And really what he's been showing me in the past two months is, Jen, you're trying to fix it. Mm-hmm. And you're holding on to it and replaying it in your mind and thinking, if I had done this and the next time that happens, I'm going to do this and whatever it is. And I'm holding it tighter and tighter and tighter, trying to fix it. And I feel like his challenge to me and to us was, would you you trust me enough to open up your hands Mm -hmm. and release yourself and release the guilt, stop trying to fix it? And invite me into that place. Mm -hmm. And then like you said, it's what you just said a couple minutes ago. It's the turning to him, not turn to him and do this and this and this. It Mm -hmm. literally is. And it's so simple, but hard. So hard. To turn and say, you are God and I'm not. You're my redeemer. Lord, I was doing it last night in bed. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Before coming on the show this morning. And I almost had to chuckle, you know, I'm going to go talk about regret and, I, and, but that's good. I'm in process myself. It's not like, I think it's a, maybe a lifelong process are, of learning right? to. And if we could just be real and say, yeah. like, okay, this is where I'm at. Like it, I still yeah. struggle with this. I'm, and now I kind of laugh. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, I'm doing it again. <laughs> yes. But how kind of him to show us that. Yeah. So we might be doing it again. Yeah. But the more and more we keep continuing yeah. to turn yeah. a little bit. Okay, God. Yeah. I'm just going to go to sleep today. Yes. Like the words that I to spoke today were what you wanted me to say. Like, yeah. going to let it go. Yes. The actions that I took. God, I repent of those things that mm-hmm. I shouldn't have done today, maybe. Like, yeah. I repent of my sin for today. But the things that I'm just playing over and over and over again, God, right. I have to release those to you. Yeah. And I think for, like, our personalities, I'm, I'm the same. I'm a perfectionist. I'm a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. I want to organize all the things and make everything work and fit. And if this doesn't work, yeah. my natural side of me, the first response is, okay, here's what I have to do to fix it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I want my natural response to be like, okay, God, like yeah. open hands, not yes. clenched fists. Like if something's yes. wrong, I don't want to take it. I want to yeah. release it. Yeah. You know, yeah. and we can't receive anything from him like this, Mm-mm. you know, we're, we're, our hands are closed, so yeah. we can't receive. Totally. But it's so hard to open them. Mm-hmm. It's trust. Yeah. It's it an act trust. of trust. And it's faith. And it's faith. Because sometimes when we do this, it can be hurt. Yeah. You know, like there's mm-hmm. it. But we have to believe that whatever it is when we do this, 
God knows. Yeah. He knows the plans that he has for us. Right. They're good plans. Yeah. They're not to harm us. Yeah. That Romans 8, 28 tells us that God does work all t- things together for our good, even those really hurtful things, even those things that are hard that we're like, why, why God? Mm-hmm. Like, why did you, why did you let that happen? Yes. You know? Why did you, why did you let me do that? Like, you know, like we yeah. kind of think about those things, yeah. but it's like, okay, wait a minute. Like, let's put this into proper order. He, we have a free will also, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and just kind of putting these things in the right place. Yeah. For me, that's a big thing. Like, cause I'm so such an organizer. I'm like, okay, this, this does not fit in the God box. Like right. this isn't of him. Right. So right. I'm really big on calling it what it is. Cause if yeah. I can name it, then I can, then I can come here and be like, okay, God, this is what I'm dealing with. Teach me. Yes. Show me, show me. Most Bibles have something in the back that you can be like, this is exactly what I'm dealing with. I'm going to flip here. You don't have to play like Bible roulette and, you know, you know, you can actually specifically go to the word and say, God, help me with this. Yes. Because his answers are there. Yes. And I I think too, what you said about, um, you just said something about bigger regrets. And that was what was in my heart before you said that. Mm. Speaking to those places in our lives where there is big time regret. It's not the little coulda, shoulda, wouldas. It's the train wreck. Yeah. Those are huge. And I, I do think, you know, we've got to, even though when I came on the show, I was, I'm really living in the moment of the coulda, woulda, shouldas that keep me up at night and Rob Joy. And that's legitimate and important. But obviously those big things for many, many reasons can be much harder to process mm-hmm. and let go. And I think that's where we need community and mm-hmm. people who we can walk with, Absolutely. where we can openly say, this is what happened that, that I regret tremendously, whatever it might've been, whatever decision that might've been. And people who come alongside and speak and agree with the voice of the Lord over that situation that says, yes, you made that, those decisions. Yes. Those things happened in your life, but it actually God's answer and invitation is that those places of compromise, those places of failure, he's saying, let me turn it into your place of greatest encounter with me. Let me turn it. There was a scripture that I didn't mention to you that was on my mind again this morning in Hosea. Mm -hmm. It's Hosea 2, 14 to 15. And through Hosea, God's speaking to the Israelites who have been um, unfaithful to him Mm -hmm. over and over and over. And he's been telling them, please come back to me. And they will, and then they won't. And then they will, and then they won't. And we all relate to that in different ways in our lives. And he says, this is his answer to their sin. (laughs) This is what he says. Therefore, I'm going to now, therefore, I am now going to allure her, draw Mm. her in. I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. There, I will give her back her vineyards and will make the Valley of Achor a door of hope. Wow. And the Valley of Achor was a place where after the battle of Jericho, the Lord had told the Israelites, don't take any of the plunder and Achan and his family or maybe it was just Achan in the book of Joshua, took the plunder and hid it. And when a plague came on Israel as a result, mm-hmm. and they sought the Lord of what, who it was, and it came down to Achan and his family, and the valley of Achor, Achor means trouble or compromise, and it was where he and his family were judged for their sin, and the plague was lifted. And God said, I'm going to make that place mm-hmm. a doorway of hope. That's so good. And mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't make any sense. Right. In human mind. I love, read the, read the first verse 14 again. Therefore, I am now going to allure her. 
I will lead her into the desert and speak tenderly to her. I will lead her into the desert. Yeah. Like that's so easy to skip over. Because <laughs> who yeah. in the world? <laughs> I don't like to be hot. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Think of all of barren emptiness. Mm-hmm. No wa- no physical water mm-hmm. to quench your thirst, mm-hmm. right? Think of everything that a desert yeah. nothingness. Yeah. I think of being lonely. Yeah. I think of no water to drink. I right. think of being hungry. Right. I think of maybe being frightened. Right. I think of being uncomfortable because I'm so hot. Mm-hmm. But there, yeah, that's where God's going to restore. Yeah. And I think when you say that, I mean, I'm reading a little into it, but I'm thinking to my mind, okay, why is he leading her into the desert? Is it Israel into the desert? Us, as it's speaking mm-hmm. to us in the scripture, is it to show us our need? Yeah. Like, does he let us sometimes, lead us even into the, a dry, difficult, barren place so that we realize what we need and then he shows up and speaks? Yeah. I think we have to be uncomfortable sometimes yeah. because if we're yeah. comfortable, we feel like we have control. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like if I'm uncomfortable, I don't feel like I have that control. Yeah. Even though when I'm comfortable, I don't, I could still naturally feel like I might, mm-hmm. you know, cause things are going well. Right. But when he leads us into those and he does yeah, like nothing in here says like your life's going to be easy when you accept Jesus <laughs> yeah. and there's going to be rainbows and unicorns. Like right. it doesn't say that Yeah, people yeah. were martyred for their faith. People, right. Jesus was persecuted. Right. Like, he does lead us into deserts and yeah. into hard places. And yeah. that's where sometimes we get the question, like, why does a good God do that? Yeah. And sometimes people yeah. lose faith there. Right. But that's showing me a process. Yeah. You know, that's, that's really showing good. me I'm leading you into this desert. Yeah. You don't know what's coming. Right. But I do. Right. And it's, it's good. To restore your hope. Yeah. That's, that's so good. amazing. That's so good. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I just, I'm kind of intrigued by that right now. <laughs> I wish we could just spend a little bit more yeah. time digging into that. Yeah. But I, I love that we know that God is always good. And when you were yeah. talking about some of the bigger regrets, like there could be people watching right now that have, you know, had adult, lived in an affair and had mm-hmm. adultery and might have lost their marriage and might have lost their yeah. family and might want to give up hope. Right. But that's not what God wants Mm -mm. for them. The affair wasn't either. Right. Right. Even our own choices that we willfully participated with. He's saying, let's make this a place of hope if if we can open our hands and invite him in there. Mm -hmm. And that's that's the simple but hard. I'm looking at this. They're still still his beloved. Beloved. No matter what, like his blood covers sin. It's so easy for us talking about regret to think like, oh, I just lied. It's a little sin. Right. Compared to, oh, you had an affair. Right. Big sin. Right. He doesn't love you. You know, like there's right. no, there's not yeah. a scale to sin. Like I don't, yeah. there's just not. And right. I think if we can think about that, it kind of helps with that like judgmental side that we can get sometimes, right. you know, like no matter what somebody is walking through, like they are still his beloved. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It talks about being his bride. Yeah. And they still are that. The like value. he still wants that. The yes. value. Yes. And can I just say, I will confess, having come out of perfectionism, it was easy to judge, certainly myself mm-hmm. and others. Mm-hmm. And so I remember um, uh, a time that that um, my wonderful husband um, 
was preaching on a campus where we we're doing college ministry and he was preaching to the kids. I don't remember the scripture he was preaching out of about um, how God values them no matter what they've done and where they've been. And you know, that judgmental thing inside of me went, what? Mm-hmm. Let's just be honest. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yes. I didn't understand grace. Yes. And I didn't know how to receive it and give it to myself or give it to others. Yeah. And I think for me today, still, as much as I have encountered it, as much healing as has happened, it is still the place of encounter for me. Jen, let me show you grace. Yeah. Yes. It's really funny because since having um, our baby, I feel like I've bought like jewelry that says grace on it and stuff Uh just as a reminder because it's hard for me to accept grace, but it's really hard for me to give grace too. Yes. Especially when you're kind of running on empty sometimes. I'm like, I don't have any more grace to give. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because we're like this. I'm going right. to fix it. Yeah. I'm going to. But think of like, God's probably like, really like, look at the all grace. the things. Like I keep pouring my grace onto you every single day yeah. and I'm calling you to do that to others. Yes. And it's funny that you brought up your husband because mine too, he will tell me, he's like, don't stop being so judgmental. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, how dare you? How like, dare you? I'm judging you now. <laughs> how dare you? Like, but like, because we'll have like, People come over and it, it's like, for me, I'm a little uncomfortable. It's not like my normal group of friends. Mm-hmm. And as hard as it is for me, like he might be out there like hanging out. I want him to come inside. But so many times he's out there like talking to them about church and stuff. And he's mm. like, if you can just like, don't be judgmental. Like maybe they'll come to church with us. Right. And, like, yeah. Church isn't a place for fixed people. Oh gosh. Right. Like our job right. is to bring people to the Lord. Right. But so I need to yeah. stop judging them and love them. Yeah. Pray for them. Yeah. You know? Yes. And then we can only give what we've received. Yeah. To, what did Jesus say to the woman uh, when he said to her who has been, to him who has been forgiven much, mm-hmm. loves much. Was it when they mm-hmm. were judging the adulterous woman yes, that yes. washed yes, yes, his yeah. feet with her hair? I think that it was. Yes. I am telling you what. Yeah, yeah it was. That is a profound mm-hmm. thing. And, and, and I've, I've lived it and I'm still learning mm-hmm. that because, you know, when we're living in that performance mindset, it's really, we're holding on really hard to receive grace. And if we're not receiving it for ourselves, there's no way Mm-mm. we can give it to others. Yeah. And, and then, then he's saying to me and others who might relate to that, okay, Jen, this is your doorway if mm-hmm. you'll let it be. Because he's not going to force our hand. Right. Because then I could lay in bed going, I'm so judgmental. And why did I do that? And why mm-hmm. did I say that? Okay. Yes, it was wrong. What's the answer though? Is not me dwelling on it mm-hmm. and fixing it. It's mm-hmm. okay, Lord. I invite you in. I, this is supernatural. I can't fix myself. Yeah, I need you. That's tr- that's what we talked about. The trust, the yeah. faith that I. You say you're my redeemer. Right. I'm gonna lean into you. I'm telling you. I yeah. was wrestling last night in bed. Mm-hmm. Lord. Help me let go of control. And maybe it's that simple prayer that we need the most. Help me let go. Help me let you in. Believe who you are. Even if that means going to the desert with him. Uh, Yeah. Even if it does. Yeah. Like even if. Yeah. Like even if he doesn't do what I thought he was going to, we know that he's so good. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. I love in here that you also put in here, um, receive his forgiveness. Yes. And forgive yourself. Yes. That's hard too Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I deserve that. Right. For 
whether it's little or big, like I yeah. still have a hard time forgiving myself. Right. You know, definitely. So yeah, I definitely. love this. So the answer to regret is redemption mm-hmm. and taking from this mm-hmm. and letting it go from that. Yeah. Do you want to pray for people? Yes. We just have a couple minutes left here. I would love okay. to pray. Right. Oh, Jesus. Father, I, we pray right now for every person listening, hearing these words. Holy Spirit, you're not bound by space or time. So we invite you come right now and minister to our hearts, all of us. You are a God of redemption. We ask you to reveal yourself in every place, the coulda, woulda, shouldas that keep us up at night and the deep regret that robs joy and keeps us bound in the past and fearful of the future. God, would you come? Would you just come right into those places of pain and hurt and where we're trying to control and fix it? And show us what it means that you're a redeeming God. God, I pray that there would be a divine exchange right now in hearts and minds Mm -hmm. to exchange what we're holding on to, the shame, the guilt, the condemnation, trying to fix it, the performance, and receive, just open our hands and receive your grace right now into those places. And it's a doorway of hope that we choose. We we repent of our sin. We let it go. Mm -hmm. We receive your grace and we choose to step through. Yes into the new with you. Thank you, Jesus. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much for being here. Thank, Thank you. you. Yes. We would love to connect with you. Follow us on social media at What If Video Podcast or check out our website by visiting ashleylmcclain.com. You can see what's coming up on What If, submit your What If questions, read Ashley's blog, and so much more. We can't wait to connect with you. hope that you feel encouraged. I hope that you really let the Lord speak over your heart during this program. I hope that whatever regrets that may be keeping you up at night, like Jen and I talked about, maybe tonight can be the first night that you actually get a good night's sleep and you lay those regrets down because that is not God's best for you. Like Jen talked about, the answer to regret is redemption. Let me say that again. The answer to regret is God's redemption. And he did that for you and he wants that for you. God is such a good God. All of us have messed up. Nobody's perfect. Jesus was the only one to walk this earth that has been perfect. So what we need to do, and we need we talked about it a little bit, is recognize what regret is what condemnation is, what shame is. So we kind of need to like categorize those things and say, okay, am I, is this condemnation? Is this coming from the devil? Is this shame? Is this guilt? Because none of those things are what God has for you. When we do have some regret or we did mess up or we did sin, yes, we have to repent of that sin. Like God wants us to, but lay down. And instead of replaying that sin over and over again in your head and What if I would have done this? And if I could have, and what I should have, could have, and all of those things that we talk about and talk to ourselves about in our mind when we lay down, instead, replace that with repentance. So replace the regret with repentance and walk in God's redemption because it's such a beautiful story that he has for you. And he does not want you to live bound in that regret. That is not his best for you. 
I know Jen already prayed for you, but I'm going to pray for you again. And I would love for you to just email us, contact us through the website if you have a specific prayer request. So God, right now I come to you in Jesus name, Father. And I just pray that this program just breaks people free from that regret that has been holding them bondage for so long, because we know that that is not your best for them. In Jesus name, I ask that they repent of their sins, God, but they don't live in regret and they walk in your redemption. In Jesus name. Amen. I love you all so much. And please come back and join us next time on the What If Video Podcast.